And I can tell you from what we've heard, I think we're going to have a very successful offseason when it comes to free agents. Welcome to the Knicks Bait Podcast, where three Knicks addicts catch you up on everything that sadly just happened in a blunt's worth of time. We've got Ducky Fresh. You got what you wanted, guys. The regression to the mean you've been warning us about. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm so happy for both of you that we sucked so bad. Eater. We did it. And we've got D-Boy. Eater, eater, eater. That's a Jalen Suggs three-time year. Mm. A past, present, and future year here. Pathetic. Lovely. Pathetic. Speaking of pathetic, it's the original sad Knicks fan himself, Mr. Monty. Way to ring in a new year, guys. To see final scores like last night, 83-100. Toronto pulls it away at the end and makes it look like a way worse game than it was. Walt suit, though. Ooh, baby. Serengeti Steez put these hoes in a zoo. Zebra coat, leather pants, alligator shoes. Oh my. Wow. Let's get into quick hits. Quick hits. Every night we struggle to give these Knicks awards, but we try anyways. Let's get it. The Austin Rivers Who's Your Daddy Award for the most valuable player goes to Fred Van Vliet, scoring 25 and declaring, bitch, you could never to the idea that he would ever join the Knicks organization. The Tibbs throat coat scream of the game goes to Kevin Knox for getting boxed out by the diminutive Kyle Lowry for an offensive rebound on a free throw in what was then a tight game in the fourth. The J.R. Smith, you trying to get that pipe thirst trap trophy goes to the legendary Mike Green for admiring Kyle Lowry's thickness. Lowry for three. The sad stat of the day for the third consecutive game goes to R.J. Barrett who has missed his last 21 threes on a night where the Knicks went three for 36 from downtown. Should R.J. Barrett still shoot threes even he can't hit a single one? We really suck at shooting the ball so quickly. Please come. Amen. This sad day in Knicks history, 12-31-2014, Knicks are embarrassed, 99-78 by prime Lob City Clippers. This was loss number 9 of 16 in a row on a 17-65 and 65 season. Phil Jackson threw together a roster that started Cole Aldrich, zapping the lust for life from Mello. A terrible loss to end a really snake bit shitty year. We're moving into 2021 with this short Tibbs rotation looking awful, the injury-depleted bench, we are yearning for the return of Emmanuel and OB. I see signs of hope. I see signs of with some patience that will be okay. But listen to Austin Rivers, guys, jumping in the comments on IG saying, trust the process. Tibbs is going to get us there. That's sad that he's jumping in the comments and trying to direct Knicks fans off that ledge. Honestly... I would have taken Toronto's backup guards over our guards right now. I would take Malachi Flynn. I would take Terrence Davis. I would take Matt Thomas over our squad. That's how far we are away from being a respectable franchise. And 
Ovi Toppin, we're waiting for him to come back and not have another player not play defense. Yeah. He's already a bust, guys. He can't stay on the floor. He can't Ooh. move his feet. We should have had Tyrese Halliburton. I'm saying it. We're going yep. for bold, spicy takes here. I'm saying that he's a bust. He can't play. I hope if he ever runs into me, he beats me up for these words I'm saying. Is D-Boy going to take exception even to your negative comments for the first time ever? He's not going to piggyback on such a ridiculous statement to call a guy a bust who has played one single regular season game. He He's not a bust yet, man, but he's not an impact franchise player, and I think we all saw that. He's a guy who could have good rotation minutes. He's possibly a starting four, possibly. Why? I'm not. I'm not seeing star power. And yo, you, you wanted to dive negative. I'll dive negative with you. I'm sure you will. All all of these Knicks fans need to hop off Tibbs' dick. He is not a great coach. He never has been. He's failed with far more talent. The Miami Heat squad that just made the finals arguably has less talent than the Minnesota Timberwolves squad that Tibbs took over. And that one had Jimmy Butler and the practice squad literally fighting and beating those starting players. What has he gotten out of youth besides injuries, losses, and failures? He's letting them go out there and try what they have to do. I mean, RJ Barrett has the green light to fire, fire, fire. Eventually, it's going to start to make sense. I think this is some kind of coaching experiment that they're trying to expand his game and make him an actual shooter. Yes, I think that he should develop more of a mid-range approach. Yes, I think he should get to the line earlier in the game. Yes, I think there's a lot of things that are concerning about what we've seen from him so far. But I like the fact that they're saying, yo, RJ... Put up those shots, man. Put up those threes where you're not going to get benched. No one's going to yell at you. Everyone's going to let you rock out. And Knox, too, showing a new level of aggression and a new level of defensive focus that I'm really glad to see. I think there's a little bit of signs of positivity from the youths. Here's the coaching strategy I see. How quick can dinosaur-style Tim Thibodeau, Tom Thibodeau, whatever, his name's not important enough, coach fucking college ball next year. And you're trying you're trying to talk about like coaching styles. How about like have RJ emulate another non three point shooter that's really good, Demar Derozan. Truth. Knox, you're talking about Knox looking good. Knox is like one of those puzzles where like you got all of the outer edges around, but you have no clue what's in the middle. That's kind of his <laughs> game right now, right? You're like, oh, I got all the edge pieces around. I'm playing like a, a NBA player should half the time. Also, bump him to four. He's not a three. I'm tired of them trying to play down. In, bring some practice squad people up. Bring back Miles Powell. I don't know. I'm over it. We're Just done. picture this. Just picture this. You got quickly Frank, RJ, Knox, Mitch running the floor, moving the ball around, playing defense, knocking down open threes. Now we're getting somewhere. You just The Knicks did a good job holding the line going two and three with such a shortened, depleted squad and without the flamethrower Alec Burks to give us a little boost here and there. So flamethrower. Bro, Get he's, a out. Flame. he's the Yo. human freaking torch, bro. Yo, can we look at players and not just look at their like three game thing is the entire history and makeup okay, of who okay, they are. Okay, team, team Obi Toppin's a bust over here. I didn't, I didn't say Obi Toppin was a bust. I said he's not a franchise-changing player. Do you think he is? Yeah, you just don't even know yet. Was Amari Whoa. Stoudemire a franchise-changing player? Why don't you ask Beta Cuck Steve Nash, okay? What, you know what I'm saying? It's a franchise-changer on the offensive end. Amari from the jump was great. He was 19 years old, and he was 
good in the league. You're Obi telling, you're, you're telling me you remember watching Amari Sotomayor's very first game in the NBA. I remember watching like, him as a rookie. It. He was farther along at 19 than Obi is at 22. So you want to say all-star, potential all-star? No. You want to say possibly can get some minutes so that Julius Randle doesn't run out in the fourth? Yes. There we go. How about you temper your expectations? My expectations are not that we're going to win a chip, but my expectations are that we're going to improve. Yeah, we'll improve to losing games in the fourth quarter by only like, you know, 12 points instead of 18. Well, light and It's time for Blunt Talk. Blunt Talk is a section in the show where we keep it real. And I have to keep it 1,000. I would not be an admirer of New York as much if it weren't for the legendary MF Doom. Gotta give him his flowers. Rest in power. Yes. For me, New York is riding a train, listening to MF Doom, coming home from a Knicks loss, watching it at a shitty bar with my cousin, where we're both like, well, I guess we're gonna go home and cry a little bit. That, to me, is New York City and it will forever stay that way. Rest in power, MF Doom. Excuse you. Any room in the class front for a blast of the blunt been shrooming since last month. Thanks for tuning in to the newest episode of Nick's Bait. Happy New Year, everyone. And remember to silence your tears into your pain.